about two-thirds of the way through the Christian Bible, there's a blank page. Now, that page represents a period of 400 years between the end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New Testament. Now, Christians who ignore this page and what it means are responsible for some absolutely terrible misinterpretations. If you're making this mistake when you study the Bible, here's a warning. You're ignoring the most dangerous page in the Bible. Welcome to episode one of Bible Nerds Weekly. We're spending 2021 going through the Gospel of Matthew because we believe that understanding Jesus in his historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context helps us see Jesus more clearly, love him more dearly, and follow him more nearly day by day. I'm David Jesse. Thanks for joining me. Again, welcome Bible nerds. Uh, I know I just said it, but thank you for listening. I couldn't be more excited about this year's series. It's not the first time that I've taught through the Gospel of Matthew, but it is the first time that I've done it on a podcast. And I've been planning out these 52 episodes for well over a year. So it's so great to have you join me on this journey. Now, here's something important to know. Every episode builds on what has come before. So you've got to make sure that you subscribe on whatever podcast service that you like to use, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, if that, whatever they call it, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever. Make sure you subscribe on this. Now, you can also check out articles and previous episodes on our website, thebiblenerds.com. Um, it's got a, a great resource for you to ch- tap into. Here's what you need to understand about the first few weeks of this. We're going to have to step back and be sure that we have all of the background info we need before we can actually jump into Matthew chapter one. Because if we don't know where we are, there's absolutely no way we can figure out where we're going. Okay, I'm going to ask you to use your sanctified imagination for just a minute. All right, imagine this with me. You're going to you're going to go back to your fourth grade elementary classroom, and your teacher just finished telling you all about the first Thanksgiving. You learned about the Pilgrims, about Plymouth Rock, um, all of their struggles to escape religious persecution, and then again after months of fighting off death, these Pilgrims have somehow survived. They have hope for a future. Now, the next thing your teacher does is tells you to turn to the next chapter in your history textbook. And as you turn the page, uh, the story that you read about is the 2020 presidential election. You're reading about Dominion voting systems and ballot boxes in the U.S. Supreme Court and probably a little COVID-19 just for fun. Would any of this make sense? Can you really understand the story of the United States of America if you skip more than 400 years of its history. It's almost so absurd that nobody would even consider it a serious question. What 
you need to understand is that there's a 400 year gap between the last page of the Old Testament and the first page of the New Testament. There's a really good reason for that blank page in most Bibles. And when you come to it, you should probably stop what you're doing and ask, why is this here? The problem is many Christians completely ignore it. And it's why I think publishers should probably slap on a special warning page in the Bible before you even get to the book of Matthew so you actually take time to understand what's going on here. What you have to see is this. During this period of time, three empires have risen and fallen, and now the Romans hold an iron grip on the land promised to Abraham. In fact, the man that's on the throne of the land of Israel, who's being called the king of the Jews, he isn't even ethnically Jewish. He's Idumean. Um, there's a new gathering place called the synagogue, and it's become common among the Jewish people. There's all these religious factions vying for control of the loyalties of the Jewish people that we've never heard of as the you know exiles continue to trickle into uh, the land of Israel again. And then at the same time this is happening, political movements have arisen that are constantly leading riots and rebellions against the Romans. Without understanding these and so many other changes, we really have very little chance of understanding the historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context of the Gospel of Matthew and really the rest of the New Testament. Okay, so one of the most important ideas that developed during this 400 year gap is this figure who became known during that time as the prophet. Uh, the apostle John actually opens his gospel with this idea front and center. He says in John chapter one, verses 19 through 23. Now this was John's testimony when the Jewish, of course he's talking about John the Baptist here. Uh, this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed, he didn't deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. So they asked him then, who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. And then they then he asked, they asked him, are you the prophet? He answered, no. Then they said to him, who are you? Tell us so that we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John said, I'm the voice of one shouting in the wilderness, make straight the way for the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Let's look a little bit closer at these verses. These religious leaders, they questioned John the Baptist, asking him if he was the Christ or in the Hebrew, the Messiah. He adamantly denied it. So they go on and they ask if he's Elijah, who was foretold would come to announce the arrival of the Messiah. He also denied that. And then finally, they asked John if he was this figure that they were looking for, known as the prophet. Over the centuries, between uh, the end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New Testament, these Jewish sages concluded that a figure was going to come in their future who would fulfill the Torah. Now, this is something that we're going to have to devote an entire episode to later in the series. Now, this figure would follow in the footsteps of Israel's greatest leader, Moses. In Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 15 through 19, Moses is addressing the nation of Israel just before his death and their entrance into the promised land after those 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. And he says to the people, the Lord your God will raise up for you 
a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. This accords with what happened at Horeb in the day of the assembly. You asked the Lord your God, please do not make us hear the voice of the Lord our God anymore or see this great fire anymore lest we die. The Lord then said to me, what they have said is good. I will raise up a prophet like you for them from among their fellow Israelites. I will put my words in his mouth and he will speak to them whatever I command. And I will personally hold responsible anyone who then pays no attention to the words that prophet speaks in my name. Now we know that John the Baptist wasn't the prophet. He said it himself. So who was and in what ways will he be similar to Moses? Let's look at Moses for a second. Moses uh, came out of Egypt. He declared freedom from bondage and redemption for the children of Israel through the blood of the Passover lamb. After this freedom was purchased, Moses led the captives out of this slavery and through the waters of the Red Sea. On the other side of the sea, uh, there came a period of testing in the wilderness for 40 years. And then, of course, you can't tell the story of Moses without the giving of the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai. Now, think about this for a second. As a young child, Jesus was taken to Egypt, uh, which means that he came out of Egypt, just like Moses. Um, As he started his ministry, Jesus was baptized in the waters of the Jordan River, very similar to Moses leading the children of Israel through the waters of the Red Sea. In fact, Paul calls that a baptism. After that, he spent 40 days being tempted in the wilderness. And when that testing and that tempting was over, Jesus then went up on a mountain and gave his interpretation of the Torah. And then finally, Jesus became the Passover lamb who was sacrificed at the very moment required. But Jesus wasn't just a prophet like Moses. He is the prophet who is greater than Moses. Moses led a single nation out of physical bondage. Jesus leads all of humanity out of spiritual bondage. Moses taught Israel a set of laws and commandments that were written upon tablets of stone. But Jesus writes his perfect Torah on our hearts. Moses saved Israel from physical death at the hand of an evil Pharaoh. But those people are all going to die eventually. Jesus saves the entire world from spiritual and physical death and then brings them into eternal life. Now, this is only one of many instances where we're going to see Matthew reimagine the Hebrew scriptures this way. We're going to see ideas like the son of man and the Passover lamb and the temple and more take on so much more deeper meaning throughout this series. But we won't see the Bible clearly if we fail to heed this warning. The New Testament isn't a separate story from the Old Testament. These two sections are part of a greater story. And as we begin looking at the Gospel of Matthew in its context, we will experience a deeper understanding of the story and a deeper love for its hero, Jesus of Nazareth.
Okay, that's going to do it for this week. Um, But if this episode has challenged you or created curiosity about studying the Bible in its context, then please subscribe to the Bible Nerds Show wherever you find um, podcasts and, and, and you can subscribe to them. We have a couple of different options. We have the Bible Nerds Daily. It's a less than 10 minute show that comes out on Monday through Friday, a very topical in nature. And then we have this show, Bible Nerds Weekly, um, which is where we go through um, the most Jewish of the Gospels, Matthew, in its historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context. That one comes out every Sunday morning. Um, You can subscribe uh, today, and that way you won't miss a single episode. And if you're a reader like me, um, you should definitely pick up a book by Lois Tverberg. It's one of my favorite. It's fantastic. It's called Reading the Bible with Rabbi Jesus. It is going to help you just understand so many of these connections from the Hebrew scriptures as you see the Bible that Jesus read and he taught out of. Um, There's a link to purchase it. It's in the show notes. It's fantastic. You've got to pick it up. And then if this podcast is an encouragement to you and you want to pay it forward, I'm going to ask you to check out a ministry that means so much to me. It's called One Child. One Child brings hope to hard places by helping children around the world who are facing extreme poverty. One Child's Child Champions bring food and then medicine and education and the gospel to children who wouldn't have it uh, if they didn't bring it to them. And you can make an impact in a child's life. You're you know, spare change in some cases can be everything to a child. If you just make a, you can make a one-time uh, donation or a recurring donation. You can sponsor a child, um, and it will help support this amazing ministry. There is a link in the show notes, or you can go to the website thebiblenerds.com for more info. And uh, last thing, if you want to stay up to date on everything going on with the Bible nerds, um, as well as our other content, make sure you go to www.thebiblenerds.com. Again, that's thebiblenerds.com. Uh, you can check out that website. Also, make sure you're following us on Twitter and liking our Facebook page. Uh, that's a way you can actually interact with me more uh, regularly, and, and we can uh, discuss some of the topics and, and you can answer questions, and, and it'll be a lot of fun. We'd love to see you on there. And then next week, uh, the Gospel of Matthew mentions these two major factions uh, who are battling each other for control of the future of the Jewish people. Um, And we haven't heard about either of these factions in the Old Testament. And these two groups, they absolutely hate each other. Uh, In fact, the only thing that they really unite on in the entire Gospels is their hatred for this radical rabbi from Nazareth named Jesus. And so we're going to talk about those two groups and a couple of others in the next episode. It will drop into your podcast feed uh, Sunday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern time. And so make sure you subscribe now so you don't miss it. And now uh, stop listening to the podcast. Go read your Bible.